I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, welcome to this week's Drink of Ages radio show here on ESPN 97.5. I am John Denman, Tom Painter, co-host, and we got a very special show this week because, uh, you know, we're hanging out here in Maui. Yep, indeed. Took the quick little flight over here to hang out. John, a few days ago, we were, we were at our home at House of Blues uh, having a great show. And this is almost, this is the really the dream come to fruition. The whole idea was we spend too much time together anyways and traveling around visiting breweries. So, so now everything is, it, it's coming for full circle. We came to Maui right before COVID hit and now uh, coming out the other end of it. We're back. We're back. <laughs> yes. Just a short, what, seven and a half hour flight, something like it that. Wasn't, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. So we're hanging out with Garrett Marrero, who is the owner and uh, uh, founder, co-founder. Founder, yeah, I go by CEO, founder. CEO. I don't know, I was sweeping cobwebs earlier, so whatever. Whatever, whatever yeah, it yeah. is. You know how it right? is, yeah. Over here at Maui Brewing Company. Yeah. Uh, i got to tell you, man, it just, it, of all places to... Put a brewery. I'm really surprised you put it here. Yeah, you know, it's just <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to look at. Not a lot of yeah. Yeah, I mean, so much sunshine and blue skies and water and sure. I think at my age now, maybe I would have rethought where I put it. But when I was younger, it was definitely uh, like oh, beer in Maui. You Are know? you kidding me? So uh, even yeah. even right now, it's like no, this is this place is paradise. Yeah, it yeah. is. It it's is. A, it's, a, it's a destination. It and totally is. I only say that because like you know, you say sunshine, and I think. Chillers cost more to run, right? So it's oh, just yeah. like it's just <laughs> yeah. one of those. You know how it goes. You go well, back to the brewer mind, and, yeah. and you you know you probably only decided to put a brewery in one of the most expensive places in the world too. So you know there's, there's, it comes with that as well. But yeah. as long as uh, you know as long as it is, is, is working, and it seems to be yeah. working really well because you guys have grown just tremendously in the last. I don't know. What 16 years, years now. 16 years. 16 years now, yeah. You know, to give you an idea, the tanks you saw in the garden walking up, those were the biggest tanks we owned in 2007, and wow. I made them into garden fixtures. So <laughs> by comparison, we can fit our entire first year's production in just one of those tanks over there now. Like So... And we have 18 of them sitting out there. It's, so. it's, a, it's a destination brewery at one of the world's top destinations. So, yeah. like, there you go. And also, we're surrounded by solar panels everywhere. Yep. Uh, Jason, who's running our video, demanded we ask you about how this <laughs> is all oh, running. Sure. <laughs> the, yeah. Uh, you bet. I mean, we, 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 we have a, a, one of our foundational principles, of course, is sustainability and trying, especially in an island state, to do more with less. And part of that includes, you know, reducing our energy consumption and then making up as much as we can from uh, sustainable or green energy production. So almost 1.2 megawatts of solar, three and a half megawatt hours of batteries, dual 300 kW biodiesel generators. Uh, solar thermal, and then we just, um, I was filming earlier for Solar Coaster, and it's that PVT technology, is photovoltaic thermal, which provides both hot and cold water, mm. all from the sun. That is crazy. that is crazy. So you're pulling that water, and that's what you're making the beers with? Yeah, so we use it to heat water, and we use it to cool water, because uh, you can make very cold water from very hot thermal load through an adsorption chiller. Um, but yeah, everything's used, of course, for brewing, for distilling, for seltzer production, coffee, uh, and as well as for cleaning, of course. So 
See, John, it's possible. It is possible. <laughs> Definitely possible. It's not cheap, but it's possible. Yeah, yeah. Well, money solves a lot of problems. It does. Yeah, it people does. always say money causes, but no, no, money actually fixes a lot of sure, things. Sure, sure. Well, you know, at the same time, it's like we're either going to spend the money in paying a utility company or we're going to invest the money into, uh, you know, sustainable production, right? Something that long term really benefits us financially. So you're off the grid. No, uh, well, we're, we're grid tied, but we like to think of ourselves <laughs> as grid independent, right? Okay. So we can run without the grid, mm. but we try to minimize what we pull from it. So uh, we are tied also, too. If there was an emergency here where, you know, we've been known to have hurricanes. So if knocked out the grid, we can actually supply the local grid from our system. Wow. So we can be a resource. Yeah. Wow. In yeah. uh, you know, case of the apocalypse or when the zombies really do attack. I'm with you. Yeah, just hang out here at the brewery. I mean, you isolated on an island. Yeah. So as long as uh, nothing really bad happens well, here. Well, if we're, if we're we'll isolated. Always have beer. If we're isolated back in Texas, we'll just have like a map of like, hold on, the world's going to hell, but I know Maui Brewing is yeah. like yes. going. So totally. We've seen it make there it. is hope. <laughs> there is it's, hope out there. Yeah. yeah. Flying's yeah. not that hard. It's the landing that, you know, really you got to make sure you know. That's the hard part. <laughs> yeah, as long as, you know, over water, just jump. I did yeah, think so we well. were going to get a chance to test out the whole zombie apocalypse theory mm. when you first started hearing about COVID and how horrible it was. I've seen it in thought, many movies. I thought like, uh, 13 months ago now, I really thought we were going to be like, we're going to have to like board up the windows and, you know, but we didn't, thank God. <laughs> well, I mean, other than like the big raid on toilet paper, I mean, there was just, yeah, I mean, it was hard on businesses for sure, but sure. I mean, at least things are opening back up in Texas anyways. Mm -hmm. uh, like here, uh, you know, mask mandates still in effect in a lot of places, things like that, but mm -hmm. businesses are open, bars yep. are open. Yep. Yeah, pretty much uh, everything's back to normal, um, aside from the, the restrictions on like masks and social distancing and all those types of things. So we're pretty open. Uh, oddly, we are constantly under threat of more restrictions being added. You know, so that's a it's a weird dynamic between CDC and Maui and Hawaii in general. It's just oh. it, it's odd. Uh, I think we just need to be moving forward though, because I think we're over 50% vaccinated at this point, and just it's time oh, to yeah, move, time to go. go forward. At the, yeah. Uh, yeah, Texas, like two months ago, the governor, he, he lifted the restrictions. He was sure. all, he's like, we're tired of this tyranny. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> it was like, but you put on these rules to begin with. <laughs> don't, don't worry about that. You're the ones that shut yeah. everything down. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it, it was very hard. And I mean, John and I both are on the on the brewery side, different breweries, but, mm -hmm. you know, same city. Like, but much like you, you, you have this great tap room, you have bars you distribute to, yeah. and all of a sudden all those things stop. Yeah. And you're like, oh, <laughs> it's like I, you built up this empire. And now the empire is like, you know, what's, yeah. the, what's the point if you just know people? And sure. And we have such a deep market here <laughs> in Hawaii where 80, roughly 80 percent of our sales is Hawaii between all liquid. And we export again about the remaining 20 percent, which works out to like call it 40,000 barrels sold here, 20,000 barrels sold uh, in the mainland and abroad. So when Hawaii shut down and didn't have the tourism, we're like, whoa, what do we do? Because that's a majority of our sales is yeah. our deep home market. Um, so we definitely had brewers and seller guys and packaging that were, you know, cleat, picking weeds and painting the building and Doing that something. kind of stuff. Because yeah. we were like, we'll keep them employed, but we get, we don't need to brew beer. It, it, so. it was a good time for projects. If you needed like improvements around the brewery or just like yeah. need some paint or whatever, it's like, <laughs> hey guys, we got some uh, time to time mm -hmm. to paint the brewery. Well, because it's also it's it's the unknown. There is no still even to this day. I mean, it seems like for you guys, there, I mean, there is no calendar. This ends right here. So you're kind of, you're yeah. operating a shroud. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
But it seems like you guys have made it through. Yeah. All right. Yeah, May 2019, we did about 5,100 barrels of beer, I think, sold. Uh, this month on order, 7,300 barrels. So without a doubt, this will be our biggest month in the history of the company, yeah. which is crazy to think because we're still here. Again, vast majority of our beer sold locally. We are still not at 100% seating capacity in restaurants. We just got 50% here on Maui. So it's, it's odd. I'm like, where's the beer going? Like, people... Just have people drinking more, I guess. Okay, people got those drinking muscles going during during all the quarantine. The, the last year, people can't stop. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> the, the amateurs amateurs even stepped up last year. Yeah, <laughs> and then becoming much better professional drinkers. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's not a not a bad theory. But we also see a lot of local support too. That we you know we've always been well supported locally, but I think because of COVID, much like in any community around the world, you know they're really trying to support the local businesses even more. Absolutely. And so uh, the hotels have really come in strong. A lot of the retailers as well just saying look you know we want to support Maui Brewing because it's an authentic local Hawaiian craft brewery that that was the whole principle behind us starting 16 years ago so yeah it's good to see yeah well and you guys are more than just beer yes like looking at the table yeah I know I, I grabbed it was almost two cases and all I grabbed was two cans of most things I mean I would have had to wheel out a cart if I got everything we make but yeah I'm, I'm really interested to try well, right now I'm drinking the red ale yeah Waimea red yes so Waimea reds uh this is, I think, third or fourth time we brewed it. So we're, we brought it back because we have a pretty high demand for it from a draft perspective locally. But it is actually going to be our Q4 limited release. So we'll have that available in all our markets, uh, including Texas, right um, in the fourth quarter this year. So, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's a nice beer. And yeah. I think, it was, was it 6.8%? Yeah. Something like that? Yep, right along the side of uh, Big Swell IPA. So, yeah. 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 This, ha this hazy right here is delicious. Yeah, the, the Pono Life. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm drinking as well. Yeah. yeah. So and Pono Life is a collaboration. Uh, we did that with uh, our friends at Roadhouse Brewing Company okay. in uh, Jackson, Wyoming. Uh, so Colby and Gavin and their team was out here. I'm going to Jackson later this month. Are you? Or at the very beginning of June. So, oh, yeah. oh, I was, so I'm going to stop in. Nice. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I'm going to be there next week, actually. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, Jackson's a beautiful place, and Colby and I and Let Gavin. Let me see if I can move that fishing trip. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right? We became friends years ago, and we did Pono Life last year, but it kind of was like a want-want moment because COVID hit when we had just canned all this beer. And so every both of us were sitting on beer. We're like, what do we do with what this do we now? Do with it? So fortunately, we were able to sell it, but it wasn't like you couldn't promote. You couldn't yeah, go out and no, have the pint no, night. No big launch. There was no uh, launch. Yeah. It just fell flat, it felt like. And so we felt that we weren't going to let COVID get the better of us. And, you know, we're both fighters. And we decided that, uh, you know, we'd redo Pono Life. And so we just uh, had their head brewer out here in April. And then their team, the rest of the team came out uh, last week, actually, and did the, the launch party here. So it was pretty cool. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. I'm sure, well, I'm sure it was great for them. Yeah. You know, you're Wyoming. It's yeah. Like, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Place. It is yeah. a beautiful place. I've uh, been there every month this year so far. Have you really? really? Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. Truth be told, I'm actually now a, a resident of uh, Wyoming. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, we it's can not talk a bad place. Later. Yeah, it, it is not a bad place. We, we no. didn't spend as much time as I hoped for. Did hop selection, uh, not last year because we weren't able to, but sure. the year before. And did the whole Olympic National yeah. camping out and everything. Then did hop selection. Then we went and uh, to Yellowstone, yeah. camped out through Yellowstone. But really want to spend some time at the Tetons. Yeah. And Tetons just kind of drove through them. It's like, all right, we got to come back. Yeah. Got to come back and spend some time. I'm doing that in June. So I'm going to spend two weeks in an RV camping throughout Yellowstone and just to see the state, you know, so... 
really uh, excited about that. It's a beautiful, untouched kind of part yes. of, of America. Yeah. It, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so Pono Life is a hazy IPA brewed with Lilikoi. Okay. So Lilikoi is our, our, the wine name for passion fruit, is what you would know it as. Uh, but it's a, a tart, sweet fruit. And uh, you, the amount of Lilikoi juice that went into this was impressive. And when you look at a Lilikoi, it's tiny. Like the amount of Lilikois that went into this is <laughs> oh, impressive. It, it, dude, <laughs> it's cutting them open. And, yeah, it's not fun. But uh, fortunately, we have a source for the juice. But um, really, you know, just a li- fruit forward Lilikoi tart uh, hazy IPA. Yeah. You know? So six point... I want to say it was 6.5, something like that. Um, really uh, tasty beverage. That's, it's the perfect yeah. ABV for a hazy. Yeah. Looks the part. Yep. Smells the part. Tastes Yeah, delicious. you can almost tell it's the Pono from across the room. So. Damn, I, I, I kind of... I believe you did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This red ale is delicious, but now I want one of this. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure we can wrestle one up for you. Well, let's uh, take a break. And we actually have our music guest is someone that works for you. Yeah, Kakai. And yeah. Kakai, he yeah. does tours and what else? What else? Bartending, anything it takes. I mean, yeah. he's been with us for a while now, and even and, and through COVID, uh, it was great to have him back. And because the restaurants, of course, were closed down largely, um, but you know, it's definitely we we had a great team before, and I think COVID even called that a little bit. And uh, we're happy to have him. A lot more of our Ohana, as we say, or Team NBC back in action. Definitely. Yeah. All right, let's take a break and we get back. We'll talk more with my brewing company, Garrett Marrero. This is Drink of Ages. Aloha, my name is Kikai Olahia. We're here at Maui Brewing Company here in beautiful island of Maui in Kihei. Playing a little bit of music for you. Hey Houston, Megaton Brewery is hosting a series of Texas craft rodeo events throughout the month of May. Live music, craft beer, and food trucks every weekend, ending with a rodeo-themed market on Sunday, May 23rd, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Megaton is Kingwood's hometown brewery, located at 808 Russell Palmer Road. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date. See you at Vault 808. Platypus Brewing, brewed with a Texan heart and Australian soul. Local brew craft beer, full restaurant, wine and cider, private event space located a stone's throw from downtown at 1902 Washington Avenue. What's your choice? Taco Tuesday, surf and turf steak night Wednesday, barbecue Thursday, smoked in house, fish and chips Friday, the best in town, covered patio and kids menu available, and up to 15 beers on tap including a range of cores and always new specialties from blondes, sours, IPAs, ambers and porters and stouts. Whatever your choice, we look forward to seeing you. Hey, book your next event at Platypus, platypusbrewing.com. Happy 5th anniversary to Bobby and the gang at Backview Brewing up in Porter. Badass place to go and have some excellent pints. While you're there, try the anniversary beer Rand, a Belgian golden strong ale fermented in fresh toasted oak barrels and bottle conditioned. Clocking in at a nice 9% ABV, this is one excellent beer. 
Also, be on the lookout for Chola, a Mexican-style lager that is way too crushable, especially as temperatures are rising. Check it all out at backpewbrewing.com or stop by the sanctuary for some pints. Valenson's Brewery is a small but growing family-owned nano brewery in Pearland, Texas, making award-winning beers in all different styles. Always something new to try on tap. Bring the family and the dogs while enjoying the spacious backyard while the new tap room is being built. If you're into the sour stuff, Valenson's is releasing two Berliners, a pear and an apple. These beers are like adult Gatorades. Make the short drive to Valenson's and try some award-winning, very tasty brews. Valenson's.com, V-A-L-L-E-N-S-O-N-S.com. Have an event in mind and looking for a place that is fun and beer is involved? Host your next event at a brewery. At Spindletap, they have full venue rental and partial rental options that are perfect for company events, birthday parties, weddings, receptions, and more. Host a memorable event at a venue that offers a fun atmosphere and many amenities. Email info at spindletap.com or call 713-325-1477 to get more details. Key T Wellness, our friends down in Dickinson, is where you need to go if you're feeling sluggish, non-energetic, and non-motivated, not just when you're hungover. Get to know your numbers. As we get a little older, our hormone levels change, men and women. Key T Wellness can help. Weight loss, hormone optimization, low testosterone, B12, Botox, and more. Stop in and tell them that you heard it on Drink of Ages and get a free B12 shot. KeyTWellness.com. Why not feel your best again? KeyTWellness.com. Ihanuli bokalu 
Drink of Ages radio show here on ESPN. We are back hanging out at Maui Brewing Company. Garrett Marrero is our yep. guest, and uh, Tom Painter co-host. I'm John Denman, and man, we uh, uh, actually we're listening to some uh, your Kakai, Kakai. Our, Kakai. Our, our musician. Our, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's beautiful. listening to our music guest this week, Kakai. John, the uh, the gods of the island and the beers are starting to get to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> one thing that I would like to say about this show is we got here. Normally, like, we show up an hour or so early before, you know, things. But since we're going to be at Maui Brewing Company, it's like, we need to get there a few hours early, guys, to make sure that we're really set up properly, yeah. you know, and make sure that the show goes well. And the setup process was awful because everywhere Jason was like, well, this this looks good. And turn around, well, this looks good, too. This, this yeah. would be a great uh, and place. turn around, this is a good view. Everywhere you go is like, yeah, it, like it's the perfect setup. Minus this wall. He was like, we can't. Yeah, the wall can't be a backdrop. Yeah, we're blessed with uh, beautiful <laughs> views, especially when you have this in the background. You don't want to look at a building. <laughs> no. You know? So, yeah, normally when this is we're in full operation, this is a tasting room side, and so we will bring it into play nowadays only when it's like raining till full COVID restrictions are lifted. But that whole wall lifts up out. It's a bifold wall, so it just really becomes like an indoor-outdoor space. Oh, fantastic! A lot this, of flow here. This is so. where we had our pints three years ago. Yeah. Yes. The, uh, oh, cool. And. and and it was right before the restaurant was open then. Yeah. I, I, I think so. Yeah. It was yeah. it was May uh, three years ago, three summers ago okay. yeah. that we were here. Yeah. And as the good thing about this is you get my beard blowing in the wind. Yeah. But <laughs> the wind came out of nowhere. It's nice. Oh, it does feel good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we came out here and stopped by, but we did a show from Cahola. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that was a that was fun, and that's that's where you guys started. Yeah, that was actually our second uh, facility. So we had we started up in Kahana, which is still in operation today. Uh, that's our original restaurant, brewery, brew pub, uh, and then we built where Kahola is as our first production facility. And we started canning there. Uh, we were constructed in 2006. We started canning in early 07, uh, and then uh, shifted over here and. 2014-ish, something like that, and then several years later, opened the restaurant portion. So. That that is a gigantic leap from that size yeah. to this size. Sure. Yeah, the well, facilities seem exactly the same, John. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, we were over there, uh, uh, yeah, many years back, and we and we had a we had a tremendous blast with like Christine uh, over there, yeah. and then uh, yeah. and then we, and yeah, then we came over here the next day, and like walking up to it, it was just kind of like. I was like, it's like, what am I, what am, what am I, what's about to happen? Well, it's inspirational, <laughs> I think, because, you know, you go from where we were 
we helped give birth to a new brewery as we stepped up into this, right? And so it was just kind of that growth trajectory that we had. Well, they're the ones that told us. They were like, you know, you know, Maui Brewing was here before. Yeah. You know, this was here. And it was like, oh, well, put, well we're, that, they're next on the list anyway, so not even more so. And then sure. 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 Sure as hell. Yeah, well, it was great. You know, that plant when we had it, I think they have about 5,300 feet, and that was the same what we started with there. But by the time we left there, we were at 22,000 square feet. So it was a lot of area that you didn't even see when you were at Kohola was also ours. It was all the units next door and then across the way in the other building. So we had a lot of space in kind of fragmented. If you'd ever been to Adam's place, uh, Avery Brewing in Boulder, yes. before they moved to their beautiful facility, they were kind of fragmented yeah, in all these different units. Warehouses back there. That was kind of like what we were yeah. for a while. And so we went from 22,000 square feet to about 35,000 square feet for production. The whole building here uh, originally was about 42,000 square feet that we built, but that was added the tasting room, the restaurant area and offices. So production space went from practically nothing to you know a big amount and then we doubled the size of the building in 2017 uh, when we added the restaurant we started construction on the back half of the building wow. and added another 40,000 square feet so yeah it is definitely a, a magnificent place yeah thank you uh, well labor intensive and capital intensive like we said to make beer but so. at the same time you know as you're pulling up you don't realize what exactly is here because it does blend into the environment pretty well yeah well part of it too here we wanted to take uh design and some architectural examples of you know early hawaiian architecture and bring that into a modern building so we have the very low eaves you know the kind of longer structures um you know really just try to be good neighbors you know you can't just throw up a metal-sided warehouse next to you know some of the buildings in this area and expect to you know be accepted just be, be everybody's happy about it <laughs> the, the design guidelines would not have allowed for that put yeah. it that way <laughs> so uh, it's a uh, this beer is really good guys by the way yes it's fantastic yeah. welcome to the party John. yeah little ipa i'm catching up i'm <laughs> yeah. catching up I'm about to switch over to this new one you just put on the table. You're already halfway through it. Well, I poured a sample out for John. I just, oh, yeah, okay, so. right. But it is good, so I'm sucking it up for sure. So. Yeah. And you said this one is a smash beer. Yes, uh, so that's the one brewed for the Stash Strong campaign. So it's uh, Mustache Rodeo. Uh, it's a single malt, single hop. So it's a dry hopped uh, India Pale Lager, IPL essentially. And uh, it's uh, with Eldorado. And so it was brewed for a uh, brain cancer awareness uh, fundraiser that some of our brewers uh, with their, uh, like I said, exquisite mustaches nice decided mustaches. to participate in. So we like to support the community and, and causes like that. If we, can, if we can do good in the world with beer, then that's a win-win. So It's kind of half the fun, right? Like I found the, the, the strangest yeah. part about being involved in craft beer is all of a sudden you're almost taking on a community. Yeah. Like a little bit like... It's like, yeah, not like, many in industries have that, right? Sure. Uh, not many industries, you, you can't put up like, hey, we're going to open a bunch of sandwich shops and be really involved in the community. Yeah. You know, just sure. ice cream shops maybe. Yeah. But, you know, but it doesn't really work that way. Whereas breweries, they, they, it's, it's just part of it. When, yeah, there's, I mean, there, and I know in Houston, there's breweries that were, uh, there was a cold snap that hit Texas mm. uh, about two months back. And, yeah. And then a lot of breweries turning their RO system was in like because people couldn't get couldn't good get water, water right. Yeah. So, and then I know for us during COVID, the uh, we had ordered a whole bunch of masks, branded masks for whatever. And then, and then at some point, well, when we got them in, I was like, we can't sell these. We're not a mask company. It was yeah. like, come in, buy a beer, take a mask. Exactly. First, or the first responders come in, get a mask. Yeah. They would come in and be like, 
with like a whole SWAT team and all, yeah. whole, you know, whole, and they would come in like, you guys need some traffic like yeah. assistance, like yeah. no one else's, wild times. Sure. And then, and then when Hurricane said we operate on a, uh, John, geez, how big is our yard? The oh, it's, that's big. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, the acres. Well, it's like in that main space. I mean, it's during like whenever there's hurricanes. I stuff. literally can't tell if you're joking that it's big no, or that it's small. Like his way he said is like, oh. Uh, how many acres? <laughs> no, it's like uh, it's like 1,500 people there on a Saturday. Oh, like, Jesus. Like, yeah. They, wow, uh, it's a big space. It's a big space. But it's a giant yeah. open. It's like a, an old uh, rice silo, like kind of rail yard type okay. thing. So, cool. when, but, so when the hurricanes hit and stuff like that, yeah. the National Guard will... Well, like Set up the past two times, it'll be like, "Hey, can we use your place as a helipad?" Oh wow! <laughs> so we have these helicopters dropping off, taking. That's and awesome. Like, and it's like, yeah, you feel like you're involved in the community because yeah. all of a sudden you become like ground zero. And like, but yeah, it's weird that breweries do this when yeah. Hurricane Hart and on. So while we were shooting off helipad stuff, like Spindle Tap, uh, a brewery that John like is a part of, uh, they operate on a tr- with a trucking logistics company. It's like mm-hmm. the main owner, and so all of a sudden they have like JJ Watt Foundation, and they're doing all these like basically get up and go orders like from these you know eighteen wheelers. Yeah, like, we, out- we became the hub for all the donations <laughs> for the JJ Watt Foundation. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, community involvement is so important, but like, you know, we often think like, oh, you know, you're part of the community and you're always doing these things to support. But I think during COVID and even now we're starting to see that it's not just us supporting the community. It's now the, com- the community really has come out in support of us. We had an incident over the summer with uh, liquor control here where we were giving away sanitizer. We make because we have the distillery here. So we're making sanitizer. and We're giving it away with purchase of anything. Right, and so Maui Brewing, people think, oh, it's all beer. Well, we'll have a full restaurant, so we were doing to-go orders. Sure. And so you could come get fish and chips or pizza, whatever, a coaster, a t-shirt, a six-pack of soda, coffee even, and get free sanitizer. And we never held to that. We were like, you just get sanitizer for asking for sure, it. Sure, well, yeah. Because people needed it. It yeah. was a pandemic. And we even had the front door locked, and you had to come in through here and then go out that way. It was really just, you know, the early days of COVID, we all can... We all mentally blocked most of it, I'm oh, sure. Listen, I mean, at some point, someone was going to need seltzer, beer, yeah. uh, coffee, uh, like <laughs> all uh, of the above, uh, and food. Uh, what? I mean, where's, where's the gin and tonic? I, I got to say, right there. What? Yeah. What, what, did, yeah. <laughs> what do you not make or sell? That's what, what we need. Shitty beer. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really good answer. But you know, <laughs> I think the, what I was saying about liquor, though, is like they came down on us. They said that we were. Uh, they, they cited us for inducement which is, you know, forcing people to buy alcohol in order to get a free good. And I was like, no, they could buy anything they want and they get sanitizer. And I always like to say that they picked the wrong fight at the wrong time. So sanitizer in a pandemic. And I'm probably one of the most vocal anti-liquor people. So I was the wrong guy. And it got got national news and the community came out in support. They were leaving messages on our phone. They're like, I don't drink alcohol, but I want to buy booze from you because liquor is stupid. Like the what the, the they call it liquor LC yeah. here. They're like LC is ridiculous. We want to buy alcohol just to support you. So thank you to Liquor Control because they sold a ton of alcohol that we wouldn't otherwise sold, and we got national media out of it. Yep. It was unbelievable. You can't beat that. I yeah. was like, thank you. So anyhow, <laughs> back but home. The, so the community supports us too, and it's important to not forget that. Yeah, I mean, community is the it's kind of the yeah. The thing. Well, yeah. yeah, especially when COVID started, you know, and things were being shut down. Uh, you know, people lined up at the breweries just to buy beer to go. Yeah. And it became, once again, 
hyper focus, like hyper local focus, and where it started getting away. You know, it goes through waves. That that whole I don't know if it does here, but like for us, it kind of goes in waves. People get like really focused on local stuff, and then it's like ah, oh, we kind of forget. Try other things because there's good stuff out there. Yeah. And then it was really nice to see all the people really going to support the local businesses. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. I think visiting here, we don't see, uh, you know, we have visitors from the mainland especially, we don't see as much support for beers that we bring in from other breweries, you know, because they're visiting and they're like, oh, I can get that beer back home. I'm going to yeah. try what I can't get. Like you were saying, from what, what's special on the tap wall that you sure. can only get here, right? Like mustache rodeo um those types of things so they don't do perform as well but when we have like our periods of down tourism and at that same time when there's less tourism we have more local business because they're not working necessarily or not as much and so they come out and hang and they're like oh what's that beer from stone or what's that beer from firestone or you know whatever and you see a lot more pull through on those at that time so it's it does ebb and flow it does but, but um <clears throat> all right let's see how much time we have left Oh, yeah, we still have another minute or so. I'm not ready to stop. Fill that minute. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that, it's not about filling the minute. It's more of me leaving the camera to grab that gin and tonic back there. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're, I'll wait. I'll I, wait. The, uh, it's funny. So you talk about the whole LC thing here. Like, over in Texas, we have the TABC, which is... It's, Familiar. It's, yeah. And, we're and, and you know, we, we fund them with our tax dollars type thing. So sure. when, when when the whole thing was going on for the first few months, TABC was coming down on everyone pretty hard. Hey, you got to stay within the rules, yada, yada, yada. But then when it kept on going on, they are funded by our... By the tax, you know, yeah. the, the set, you know, the taxes. And Weird then, how that works. And, and then all of a sudden, it was like, "Hey guys, we're gonna work with you to get like get, get back yeah. open." Yeah. We're in this with you. We're guys. in this with you. Yeah, <laughs> that's like here they oh, like to say we're you in guys the same are our friends now. <laughs> yeah. We believe you. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, it's uh, the way that things are funded here a little bit differently, but uh, put it this way: it's if liquor control is one of the most feared non-governmental organizations because it really isn't even necessarily a uh, direct uh, arm of the government so it's a really really odd place yeah. so huh. a lot of nepotism a lot of uh. Uh, inheriting the director positions those types of things so you know it is what it is but you know every place has a horrible story about liquor which leads me to believe that every state would benefit from full liquor reform because we're still working oh. off of prohibition era laws absolutely yeah well, the crazy thing, Texas at least, they're like, okay, we'll allow you now to continue to deliver beer and yeah. alcohol from yeah. your restaurants and stuff like that. You get, you can sell it to go. My favorite thing about Texas, though, is was, and I think it's changing in next September, is the uh, beer versus beer ale. Beer oh, versus yeah. ale. Beer versus right? ale. So, like, we have Bikini Blonde Lager. We had to put in our cans before it said ale in Texas. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but it's not an ale. It's a lager. They're like, no, no, no. It doesn't matter. It's but in Texas, ABV. it's a lager. Semantics. So, <laughs> or in Texas, it's an ale. So, you, you know, it's like you, you can say lager, but it has to say ale in Texas because it was 5.1% ABV mm. or higher. And so we ended up lowering it to 4.8% recently because we finally just figured let's let's just pay the extra $3,000 for that license just to sell that beer. Like I Texas. said, money fixes everything, right? Right? It's crazy. <laughs> so it is. But that Texas is a big market. So yeah. yeah. It is big. Uh, let's take a break. Listen to some more um, Kikai. Kikai. Yep, let's listen to him play some uh, play some good traditional Hawaiian music. Yeah. Also, guys, it this is. beer is delicious. Yeah. Beer is delicious. <laughs> yeah, it was, we didn't talk about beer yet. <laughs> We are at Maui Brewing Company, and we're going to get through one more segment, mostly sober. I yes, feel. I think we can do it. All right. So we start popping days. cans. Negative. <laughs> Negative. We'll be right back. 
Fresh off the canning line, a true anomaly is Go Flight with four packs available now. This is a hazy IPA through and through with loads of soft and juicy tropical fruit flavors contributed from the Mosaic, Citra, and Galaxy hops. If you're heading out to watch the Astros, Rockets, or Dynamo, stop by for a beer before the game. True Anomaly is walking distance from all the stadiums. Don't have a ticket? Come and watch the games in the tap room. Trivia every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. and DJ Cherry Light Bounce is there Thursdays to help bring in the weekend and get the new beer pouring strong. You can book the barrel room at True Anomaly for your next special event. They can also accommodate business meetings and happy hours. Check out their website for a booking link, trueanomalybrewing.com. You may have noticed there have been quite a few changes at No Label and they are steadily pumping out tasty brews. With their new head brewer trailer bringing in his West Coast brewing skills, taps have been flowing with lots of hoppy deliciousness like Cali Boy West Coast IPA. I'm real excited about what they're doing on the West Side. Tap room is open seven days a week, very family and dog friendly. Make the short trip to Katie and see what is happening at No Label. Follow them on social media for events and beer releases. No Label Brewing Company. Hey, this is Blake Harris, the general manager of Rudyard's British Pub. Just want to invite you guys out to our Thursday night steak and pint night. It's $25 for a 16-ounce New York strip party potatoes, Caesar salad, and a free pint. As well, starting at 7 o'clock, we've got $4 pints all night long. Right now, we're doing about 20 on drafts, and in the near future, we will be increasing that number. So come check us out. We're at 2010 Wall Drive in Montrose. Hey, this is Shane with New Magnolia Brewing Company. We're a family-owned and operated brewery located at 1616 Bevis Street in the historic Houston Heights. Neighborhood brew pub serving up a high-rotation, high-variety of finely crafted beers, everything from an award-winning American Light Lager, IPA, Funky Sours, and European classics like our award-winning Father Bernard's Grudzinski, a 400-year-old Polish smoked wheat ale. Join us this Saturday, May 8th, from 12 to 7 for Crawfish. We're also open Sunday from 12 to 7 for Mother's Day, so bring her on in and make her feel special. Ready to join the new Magnolia Bike and Run Club? Both launch weekly from the brewery. Check Instagram and Facebook for details. Tap room open seven days a week, plenty of parking, two very expansive outdoor seating areas, spacious, indoor tap room, family, and dog friendly. Cheers. We hope to see you soon.
This is Drink of Ages Radio Show here on ESPN 97.5. We are hanging out at Maui Brewing Company in Maui. Yeah. yeah in, it is. Re- for real in Maui. Fortunately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it'd be weird. What, what was it the other day that, uh, oh, we were at uh, Galveston Island Brewery. Yeah. They were on the show, right? Mm-hmm. Fantastic people. And, uh, well, Garrett Murrow is our guest, yes. if you're just uh, tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, but no, it was uh, our Galveston well, Island. Yeah, our friend Charday that was from Galveston <laughs> Island. She's like, yeah, we went to Hawaii, this and that. And Tom's like, why would you leave an island to go to an island? Yeah. Sounds like you should go to like Kansas. I, I think I told her, yeah, you should go to Kansas or Wyoming. Yeah. Or Wyoming. <laughs> Wyoming. There you because, go. <laughs> because they're they, they live they're in a they're on an island, uh, and just like what you're saying, yeah. uh, I mean. It laws of scale, but yeah. and Gal- uh, Galveston is still it's an island that is dominated by tourism, and that's all their business. So uh-huh. these metrics are exactly the same. Yeah. I mean the beach is different, yeah. but like I was like, but you're going from one island atmosphere <laughs> going to another a- island atmosphere. That's like going from, you know, like you're sitting around like, hey, maybe we should go to Tahiti. <laughs> so <laughs> about that, yeah. So I Tahiti is a great place to go to vacation. I, I actually uh, have vacation there from it. Hawaii. So same time zone. And it's a five and a half hour flight from here. Our our, like, our vacation to Tahiti got no canceled this year. Oh, it was right right when they COVID? shut down the island. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to. Be I don't there even know if Tahiti's open yet again. I don't think they are. Uh, they shut down. We were leaving in a couple weeks, and then they shut down the whole island. And yeah. Like, yep. Can't go. So yeah. Oh, bummer. All right. So you know where we went? Camping in Arkansas. <laughs> so, almost the same. Yeah. Almost yeah. the same. I mean, almost the same. Yeah. Well, cheers. This is cheers. our uh, Kupu Spirits is our distillery side of the business. Uh, this is our gin and tonic. So oh, 6.8%. Refre- that's refreshing. Super refreshing. All uh, very citrus forward, lemongrass. We make the tonic and we make the gin. 
And so we marry them together in a ready-to-drink cocktail. So um, Kupu is our distillery side. You know, we, we like to think of ourselves as a craft beverage company. So beer at our core, we've been doing that for 16 years. And a few years ago, we launched the canned cocktails under Kupu and now have released our bottled spirits uh, this past year. And then you have a partnership with coffee. And we have a partnership with Origin Coffee to do the uh, cold brew, and we also roast beans. And, of course, then we have our Maui Hard Seltzer. And you which also is have root beers brand. you guys sell. We do. Root beer and ginger beer. Thank you. Yeah, we have it all. So we have non-elk and elk. <laughs> but everything, I mean, pretty much, you, know, you think about it, visitors coming to Hawaii want to experience something local. When are you guys so releasing that hop water? For everybody. <laughs> hop water, I don't know if I could do that. Uh, it's like, so, ex- can you imagine how expensive hop water should be? I mean, like, unless uh, you're using, exactly like. Exactly how much, it, yeah. yeah, yeah, what it really should cost. Yeah, it's crazy. But, uh yeah, so we, we like to make a lot of different beverages because we have a lot that of different wasn't visitors. A denial. But we're excited. We have our first aged whiskey release coming out this Saturday. So it's uh, Kupu Excellent. Whiskey, and we're doing it on World Whiskey Day, um, doing a, the launch over in Waikiki. So oh, wow. we'll oh. jump over there Saturday for that. So. Yeah. Oh, so uh, an actual bottled whiskey release? Bottled whiskey, yep. Do you yeah. have any here? So I, I could probably find some. Okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Just, I'm just throwing yeah. it out there. All right, yeah. we're going to take a break. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll be back for that uh, mysterious that, mm-hmm. the fourth segment. The fourth segment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I can find one. <laughs> That's crazy, though. I mean, there's, there's probably no way, even in the last decade, that you thought you'd be sitting where you are doing what you're doing decade yeah i mean there's some of it yes i never i mean de- a decade ago seltzer didn't exist you know but i think definitely was already thinking about distilling you know i think all of us when we're done drinking beer you might want to have a cocktail at the end of the evening so you know for me that's always been whiskey or gin uh recently gotten into tequila but don't really have any ideas to make tequila because can't really make tequila outside right. of the, you know mexico outside of jalisco so for us it'd be more agave spirit but I just don't see something that really, what's the reason? What's the touch point? Yeah. So, uh, plus I get to just drink tequila. I don't have to think about how ours is compared to it. And There's know, something you can uh, appreciate more. It's, it's like, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like you love craft beer. You want to get involved in craft beer. Mm-hmm. But there are certainly some, some nights where it's like, uh, man, you know, what if, yeah. what, 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 if, what if I just drank it and yeah. didn't have to worry about it? It's like I have a buddy that uh, was – he was studying he – was, he was a film major, and he, and he made a short film and all this stuff. And uh, then he changes he, – uh, he switched to film criticism. And I was like, what happened? And he's like, you know what I learned is that I think just watching movies is probably easier than making them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's – True, very true. Astute observation, that one. <laughs> and so, yeah. But I mean, look at all this, this liquid and all these people that you're hitting with, like all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty wild. Well, and we we like to have fun too. I mean, when you're brewing beer, I mean, it's it's got to be fun at some point too, right? So, the kind of innovation or the creative side of things is where we get to really express that through the multiple beverages. Some things fit better in one tranche you know like ready to drink cocktails and spirits don't come from breweries those come from distilleries right so we had to find that arm for us seltzer to me is not beer i don't care what internal revenue code says and you know we we treat it as beer but for us it's it's seltzer it's its own animal and that's why sure. maui brewing is not mentioned anywhere on the can it's a touch point you know, using the, the maui name of course but even we don't share a logo and we wanted it to be separate for those reasons it's, that's our seltzer line this is our beer line that's our coffee and then here's our distillery right so we we wanted to have all these different items to be able to you know share a little bit of hawaii in different ways with the world 
Okay. So this is our whiskey ginger. So we make, of course, the ginger beer as well. Mm. Um, so this is uh, nice and spicy, Big Island mm. ginger um, with our white whiskey. And it is Man, very it tasty. So, good. so nice and spicy too, which I like. Ooh. So what's the, um, so, so you have your collab, like you're doing in Jackson, Wyoming mm -hmm. uh, with. Roadhouse Brewing. Oh, Roadhouse yep. Brewing. Yep. The, uh, so what's, uh, how often are you guys doing collabs? We do a lot of collabs actually. Um, I'd say usually, usually at least a few times a year, um, you know, COVID obviously less. We didn't, I don't think did any, um, but. What's the metric? Just we like these guys and yeah, let, it's, let's it, do a beer together. Yeah. And it, for us, it has to be somewhat compelling in terms of not just, Hey, we like these guys, but what's the idea behind the beer? Like, what are we trying to celebrate? What are we, is there an ingredient that's, you know, ties the two together? Is there some, a brewery that's, you know, their speciality is something very different than ours that can bring that knowledge and layer it onto something that we do really well or vice versa. So it's just like, if, if you got two, I mean, so if Bud and Coors got together to make a collaboration, were they gonna make lager. a version of a light lager, right? What <laughs> lager, be, the ultimate lager. What would be exciting <laughs> about that, right? So for us, it's more about like, how can we make something really cool? And we really want the involvement of the breweries. It's not just like call up, talk about a recipe and then boom, a beer. We really actually invest the time and the money to send people in both directions so that we can be in each other's shoes for a day or more and make something cool. Are you guys going to package that beer at all? Pono's in package, yeah. yeah. So both the breweries canned it this year. Okay. And right. um, there's... I think theirs just got packaged as well. So last uh, last week when we had the event, we had cans and draft of both of our beers. So it's cool because you can see the way we did them. Our recipes were slightly different, and so the end results, of course, were different. But the, so the you guys did it on, on different ends. Different ends, yeah. And, and different ends. So, yeah, and we don't so always do collabs labels. that way. Different, different labels, yeah. Totally different labels. I, I, I like when breweries do it that way, honestly, yeah. because it gives a perspective because each brewery has their own twist. Yeah. And then well, on top of that, I mean, they just – ingredients the water everything's yeah. just a little everything's bit different, a little bit different. So, yeah. yeah i like when the when breweries brew the exact same beer yeah so we're in the there's a local brewery one we just talked about with all the barrels that, yep. that no label we, we just did i uh me and the owner we went on a double date the other day him and his wife me mm -hmm. and my a girlfriend and then we had like we had a spa day it kind of turned to a sushi night boost fest and then it turned to a spa day thing and then mm -hmm. then we're talking about hops and boils and and, and how you maintain a consistent hazy like like mm -hmm. uh, uh uh beer color and yeah. but like by dropping in temperature this much and like mm -hmm. raising it up real quick and like we're just having this like long thing and then i was like we should do a collab we yeah. blah 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 it's like well and he's like i don't want to do collabs collabs are like yada 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 it's like unless we did it like and so we're just kind of working on that, that math it's like yeah. but and he's got a creative flair and we have a lot of creative people it's like well let's just merge them together yeah which is like hurting cats totally but like we're trying to like it should if it's going to be collab it should be collab in the ultimate sense not just in semantics yeah so yeah absolutely uh because there's definitely a lot of like collabs and name only i feel mm -hmm. like go out there in the world yeah but to, to you can see it's more of the marketing department than it was actually brewing. right but yeah. you guys are having your teams go back and forth and yeah. like everyone's doing their own take and yeah. not, i mean it's very bad we have one with uh boochcraft uh this is a hard booch a hard kombucha company out of san diego uh, and we're re we're brewing i guess both of us brew uh but it's on their side so it's going to be an actual kombucha but inspired by using some of the ingredients that we were known for like coconut um but it's a coconut and we used local mamaki so it's a type of tea from hawaii uh, along with their normal black tea blend that they use and then we added um 
Szechuan peppercorns and Ooh. basil. It was really unique. So they wanted to do basil. I was like, we got to do something different. So we had the coconut and the peppercorns. That was like the clear winner. Yeah. It was really cool. You know, it was fun to play with those. So. Kombucha is the only thing not on this table. So, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One, we don't have any interest in making that, frankly. I mean, that's something I think for the kombucha guys do that well. Yeah. And exactly. I just don't drink a ton of kombucha. But, you know, I get excited about the unique ones, but um, it's just not my, it's not my thing. It's okay. You know? It, it, I don't know. It, like when you make beer and you look at the whole process of it, it is still like nice looking, right? No matter what stage you look at beer, you're like, oh, that's that's great. That looks good. Kombucha, no. Kombucha yeah. looks like somebody vomited in, in a jar, <laughs> and then it, it's, it's not even done yet yeah. at that point. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. I mean, it is. it's one hell of a pellicle. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so it's one of those where it's like, oh, man, kombucha. I like it. Like, yeah. I, I Man, it's got a lot of kombucha. herbal, uh, uh, you know, but. properties that this is how people also sell you on Fernet. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a lot of medicinal See, I like things Fernet. in the yeast. Fernet with the ginger back, though? Yeah, all day. I mean, I just, that was... That was when I was cutting my teeth oh. in San Francisco. He, he likes Fernet, John. He's yeah. one. Of, he's one of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> I, I hate to. Tell me, he's hipster Jaeger. Yeah. Right. There you go. I like that. So cool. Yeah. Appreciate well, it. Great uh, having you guys. If you need anything while you're here, please don't hesitate to reach out. Definitely. So. And my brewing company. You can find it in Texas. You can find it in yep. Houston. If you haven't tried it, get out there. We didn't really get over the course too much, but uh, look them up. Yeah. The IPA. That's what I have in my refrigerator. Big Swell condo. IPA, yep. Yeah, yep. got that in the right now. And everything we had out here has just been Thank fantastic. you. Yeah, appreciate it. All right. Aloha. Aloha. And, man, one thing we want to talk about real quick is a Punks and Pints Fest happening June 26th at Spindle Tap. Uh, we're putting this one on Los Garnales, Oduo Rules, Dead Rabbits, The Lockdowns, and Stupid Idiot with some burlesque. And we'll be releasing our collab with Baba Brewhouse, Oi, 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 IPA. So... It's going to be a good time. Look for some tickets. Come by. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Drink of Ages. You can listen to any of the old shows sponsored by No Label, no Label Brewing Company. Company. Uh, by going to SoundCloud, iTunes, and various other shady places on the internet. And next week, we'll be back at House of Blues, Lone Pint Brewery, and our music guest is The Lockdowns. Everybody be safe. Talk to you next week.